I'm News Nation senior national correspondent Brian Enton, and every week I'll take you behind the scenes of my life on the road, working on the stories that you care about the most. Here's where I'll share all the great interviews that don't make the final cut and tell you the stories behind what you're seeing on News Nation every day. It's all part of the puzzle I'm putting together to keep you informed. This is Enton Across America. Hey everybody, it's Brian. Hope you're having a good week. Um, I, uh, I'm actually on my way to Chicago today to uh, fill in on Morning in America, which is the morning newscast on News Nation. Uh, I've had a little bit of a cold. My voice sounds weird. I'm hoping I can get over that. I have to get up super early tomorrow morning. I've never filled in on that show, but I'm excited because uh, the anchor I'm filling in with, Marky Martin, is like one of my um, besties, my work besties. So uh, it's going to be fun to actually get to. Uh, sit on the anchor desk with her. So I'm excited. But I wanted to focus today's podcast on the Chelsea Grimm case. She is a missing young woman. Uh, She was driving from California to Connecticut to um, go to a wedding, driving across the country. She actually had a a bearded dragon pet, which is why she didn't want to fly. And she went missing in Arizona. Um, Really tragic situation. I interviewed her parents and the... um, private investigator working the case. I was uh, on Banfield earlier this week and and did the interviews, but I wanted to play them again for you guys because I just think it's a really important uh, case for people to pay attention to, not getting a lot of coverage. Uh, Take a listen. She left her home in San Diego on September 24th, headed for a wedding in Connecticut. She was traveling alone with the exception of her pet bearded dragon. Remember that. The pet bearded dragon, because that sort of comes into play with this whole thing. Three days into the trip, she met up with a friend in Phoenix, Arizona. That same day, she called her parents to say the drive was taking longer than she thought, and she planned to skip the wedding and head back to San Diego. She didn't realize just how long the drive was going to be, her mom told me. That was the last time her parents uh, actually heard from from her. But, But it wasn't the last time Grimm was seen altogether. That night, she was spotted at a hotel in Seligman, Arizona. A witness says she seemed disoriented, uh, that she was actually trying to use euros instead of U.S. currency. On September 28th, a police officer responding to a report of a woman acting suspiciously found Grimm in her car at a cemetery, and that was in Williams, Arizona. She told him that she was working on a photography project about missing soldiers uh, and that she had gotten emotional. She told the officer she planned to camp in her car that night. Now, I want to show you this. Here are some of the conversation. It was recorded uh, on the officer's body cam. Hello. How are you doing? I'm okay. How are you? I'm doing great. Are you doing all right? Yeah. I just was doing a photo shoot of the lost soldiers and got a little emotional, so I was crying before I got back on the road. I was actually thinking of just camping for the night, but I wasn't really sure exactly yet. Gotcha. I didn't plan to be here until sunset. Okay. Just hang out here however long you want, um, and you're good to go. Awesome. Okay, so two days later, on September 30th, a woodcutter saw Grimm camping in her SUV, and that was near Ash Fork, Arizona. Uh, He said she seemed okay. On October 4th, Grimm's parents reported her missing. The next day, October 5th, hunters found Grimm's SUV. It was abandoned. It was in the middle of a dirt road, uh, and that was also outside Ash Fork, Arizona. Uh, where she had spoken again to that woodcutter. That was five days earlier. This is what's very strange. Both tires on the right side of the SUV, they were flat. 
Her cell phone, her wallet, clothing, and sleeping bag were not in the car. And again, this is important, neither was her pet bearded dragon, who she had gotten pretty recently. We're going to hear more about that in a second. Earlier today, uh, I spoke with Chelsea's parents, Janet and Stephen Grimm. I hear some of that conversation. Can you talk to us a little bit about her itinerary? Was her plan to drive all the way from California to, to Connecticut? Was it sort of like a, a road trip she was looking forward to? Actually, she was originally going to fly, but because of she had recently acquired a bearded dragon as a pet and the airlines wouldn't let her take that animal on the plane. So she, the day that she was supposed to fly east for this wedding, she called and said, I'm going to drive across the country. And she said, I've packed my car, I have my tent, I have my sleeping bag. Um, I might spend spend a couple of nights in a hotel, I might camp, I'm going to sort of see how it goes. And three days later, I mean, we talked to her in, in between, but three days later, she said, I'm only as far as Arizona, I just don't think I can do this by myself, which we had tried to explain in the beginning. But um, she said, so I think I'm going to just skip the wedding and stay here for a couple of days and do a little camping. And then, you know, she made it sound like she was going to head back to San Diego. Saw Which, the picture of the, uh, the bearded dragon. Um, was she, did she have an adventurous spirit? I'm just thinking like that's a long drive and the camping was, was it out of the ordinary for her to sort of be spontaneous? I'd say, I'd say yes and no. Um, she was spontaneous. She, Changed plans a lot. This wasn't the first time she ever changed a plan, for sure. Um, the magnitude of this adventure, quote unquote, of driving across the country um, was a lot, uh, even for Chelsea. And we, you know, we said we thought that was too much. And if she wanted, you know, we'd help her fly from Phoenix home or, you know, she had a friend in Phoenix that she could leave her car with. We gave her, you know, a bunch of options. Um, but, uh, this, this, she seemed intent on this once she had chosen it. What made you report her missing? Like when, when did you start to get the feeling that something was wrong? Well, we last talked to Chelsea on the 27th in the afternoon and she said, I'm going to camp for a couple of days. And so I'm going to be probably where I'm not going to have cell service. And so for a couple of days, we didn't even think about it again because she was she had told us she would be offline and we knew she was in a you know in Arizona where the there are spots where it's not particularly well uh, good for communication so it was after a couple more days after that that we started thinking this is too long for a camping trip and she should be back she should be somewhere where she can get in touch and so on the 4th of October, we reported her missing, and on the 5th, they found her car in Arizona. He had met up with a friend in Phoenix, I, I believe. Um, have you talked to that person? Were, were they able to give any information about sort of her state of mind or what was going on? Yes, actually, our other daughter talked to her at great length, and she shared a couple of emails. Um, and she said that they had had, she, they gotten together and they had had um, a nice visit at her house. And Chelsea and she were going to brunch the next day. But the next day when 
um, it got closer to time for brunch. Chelsea said, I'm going to, I need to go, I need to change plans. So she, she did with this other friend. Did the friend have any information about like any reason to be concerned or did it just seem like a normal um, hangout? Not, not particularly. Yeah. No alarm bells or anything. I mean, she says um, they had a nice visit and she was looking forward to seeing her the next day. So um, can't really explain that any better. Oh, she said she was doing a photo project, I think in a cemetery when she um, interacted with that police officer. Do you know anything more about that? Was was she, you know, a photographer? Can you shed light on that a little bit? Well, she she did photography a, a lot and she also did um, paintings, rendered art uh, to supplement her income, whatever her income was. And so it's not at all unusual for her to have been doing a story or a photojournalist story for some, you know, whatever publication. So that's not unusual. Um, I Being in the cemetery is, you know, I guess if you're doing a story on lost soldiers that Maybe there's, that's a good place to, to look. I think she also had a strong affinity to her um, grandfather, Jan, Janet's dad, who was a World War II veteran. And I, you know, perhaps that was an, a, a draw to the veterans there. Yeah. Have you been able to see that body camera video? I, I think it was on... Did anything seem out of the ordinary or did she just, I mean, you obviously know her better than anyone. Did she seem like herself in the video? Couldn't see much of her. We just heard her voice. That sounded like it was definitely her, in my opinion. Um, no, it didn't seem, you know, out of the ordinary. And one thing that seemed very in the ordinary or in character was how I think she said, I appreciate your compassion or something like that. Um, that sounded 110% like Chelsea. She was, she's a very compassionate, empathetic person, um, kind of an artist at heart, and that sounded just like her. She had an interaction with a woodcutter also. Have you been able to get any more information about that? I know the, I know the authorities have talked to him, or I believe it's a male, um, we don't have anything um, particularly noteworthy to add on that, except he thought she did not seem, you know, in distress or in need. He actually went back um, some short time later to make sure she uh, didn't want help. And she again, a second time, uh, declined his help. So his conclusion was that she she was in pretty good shape, not you know not not worrisome. Well, it sounds like the bearded dragon was important to her. Obviously, if she was going to drive across the country and not fly, um, the bearded dragon was not found with the car. Does that make you think that she went somewhere uh, and and took took the pet with her? You know, I mean, is 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 that sort of a, a good sign to you? Oh, absolutely. I mean, she feels Chelsea is always had special part, spot in her heart for children, elderly people, and animals. And she, she would never leave an animal in a car. 
She just wouldn't do it. So I think that that is a hopeful sign. I also think that um, the chances of people recognizing Chelsea are at least sort of connecting the dots. If they see somebody with a bearded dragon, they're going to take an extra look at that person because it's unusual to be carrying around a bearded dragon, usually on her shoulder. It would definitely stand out. So that's a good thing for people to look out for. <laughs> right, right. She also had a very distinctive tattoo on her left arm, which was um, a vine with leaves on it that sort of wrapped all the way around her lower arm. So another visual clue. Have police given you any other information? I mean, is is there anything else people watching this should be on the lookout for or in a certain area? Or are there any um, other tidbits that they've been able to give you? I wish there were. Um, there's, there is a chance she got a, a ride out of there. She seemed to have left that car of her own volition in an organized way. It was locked. She had taken her wallet. And we think her phone and her sleeping bag, among other things, along with the bearded dragon. So um, the reason I mention that is the area of, po of possibilities where she could be is pretty wide. It's a wide net. So, you know, surrounding states have been notified, not just Arizona. The surrounding states, the, the uh, authorities in Coconino County have been terrific in helping get the word out. Um, and so even if you're, you know, several hours away from there as a viewer and you've seen something that you think might be uh, any kind of tip, uh, we would be forever grateful if that's that's an important clue. Um, time is of the essence. And so any, you know, anything that leads to um, progress would be awesome. Gosh, you really uh, have to feel um, for those parents and what they're going through right now. And Janet and Stephen, they have hired a private investigator to help them with the search for their daughter. Uh, and Kelly Townsend joins me now uh, on the phone. Um, Kelly, um, it's, it's, a, it's a strange case. Um, hard to wrap my mind around. I was trying to go over all the details today and the timeline and the fact that the car was found. Um, and that she's missing with the bearded dragon. H have you been able to piece anything together yet? I mean, do you think that she is is likely still in Arizona at this point? Well, that's very difficult to tell right now. I mean, the circumstances, you're right, uh, they are um, bizarre. Uh, you know, I mean, in the body cam video of the law enforcement officer talking to her, uh, I just recently been, my, my agency just recently been brought on uh, but I have an interest in, he recommended for her to go to Love's. And I'm working with the Coconino law enforcement right now and trying to find out, has anybody gone there to check out the CCTV? Because if she actually mm -hmm. followed the officer's advice and was camping there or just sleeping in her car there, did she get approached? And I know the Love's, um, those Love's uh, gas stations, I guess, truck driver stations, they um, have places where people can sleep. Truck drivers do it all the time, you know, showers and stuff like that. So uh, I'm, I'm right now, we're just trying to gather as much information as we can. Coconino County Sheriff's Department has been outstanding working with us. Uh, some law enforcement departments, they don't work with you just because you're a private investigator. Uh, but because uh, I'm, I'm interested because there was two flat tires. It was out on a dirt road. How far was the... Uh, 
body cam video where she was talked to by the police there to where the car was found. You know, I mean, because did somebody interact with her and then they drove down that road? I mean, it, it's, we're, we're all assuming at this point right now because nobody really knows for sure except God. Um, so, you know, right. I mean, that, 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 that's where we are right now. We have had some interesting things come to light just as of today. Uh, matter of fact, just a few hours ago that we're working on that could really generate stuff that we're probably going to want to get out on the news if it, if, it, if it comes to fruition because we may have something that uh, we want the world to look out for. Yeah, I would imagine when you start asking questions and, and like you said, around that gas station, first of all, the thought of a young woman sleeping alone with just a bearded dragon in a gas station parking lot makes me a little nervous. Uh, well, can you absolutely. share a little more about um, what, you, what you've discovered in the last couple of hours or, you know, give us I a, really a, a can little at tidbit? This point be- I really can't because, uh, number one, we have to verify. Number two, we have to interview. And we, these people literally just came up on the radar today. Um, and so we're, we're trying to uh, get interviews set up and uh, composite sketches and things like that. The tidbit about her trying to use, I think it was like euros instead of dollars and, and possibly being disoriented. Um, do you know anything more about that? Because her, you know, her, her parents, you know, told me, you know, she was an artist. It wasn't odd for her to be in the cemetery taking pictures as part of her art project. Um, you know, it, it just seems strange to me that there was that one account that maybe she was, like, disoriented at one point. Yeah, you know, right now I can't say that uh, I would verify that with you right now. I mean, I thought it was a little odd where she was crying, but she, you know, law, the law enforcement officer walked up to her and she was crying. And he asked her, and she said it's because she just took pictures at the the graveyard, and she was weeping for the soldiers. I don't know. I've never personally met Chelsea, but she seems like a nice heart, a very compassionate girl. But was she actually crying and just saying that to law enforcement? You you follow what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, yeah, or perhaps she was moved by the the art project she was working on. Well, we'll stay in touch with you, Kelly. Um, We... we we want to stay on this story, and uh, I'm glad that you're involved, and I feel for those parents. I just want to put out the phone number. Anyone with information, um, you can contact the sheriff's office there. Uh, the number is 928-774-4523. Um, hopefully, uh, we will have some good news to report. So again, if anyone has information, you can call the sheriff's office there in Arizona. The number is 928-774-4523. Uh, and I hope everybody um, has a has a good week. I got to go to bed at like super early tonight because I'm doing the morning show again tomorrow. So and I'm kind of a night owl. So uh, hopefully I'm able to get some sleep. Also, check out my UFO special. Um, part two of my UFO special is going to be on Sunday night on News Nation, nine o'clock Eastern. Uh, just fascinating stuff. Whether you're a believer, skeptic, just interested in the subject, um, hopefully you'll uh, find it interesting. So thanks, guys. Thanks for spending some time with me. To see what I'm up to next, make sure to tune into News Nation. And if you don't know where to watch us, just go to www.joinnn.com. You drop in your zip code right there on the channel finder, and it'll show you the broadcast channel we're on in your area. And don't forget, we're on all the streamers too. Hulu, Roku, YouTube TV, and we're also on Amazon Alexa and Apple CarPlay. If you have a story you think that I need to know about, then just hit me up on Twitter. I check all my DMs. You can find me there. 
And I'll catch you next time on News Nation's Enton Across America.